everybody and welcome to today's podcast. It's our great pleasure today to have with us Terry Raganath, who is the Business Development Manager over at HP and I believe based in San Cugat in Barcelona. Terry, is that correct? That's correct. And thank you so much for your invitation. Oh, it's wonderful. Very glad to be here. It's wonderful to have you. It really is. Yeah, we were just talking about the, the power of um, Zoom and uh, being able to dial in and chat. And today we're taking advantage of that. So, Terry, we worked together on print areas at FESPA not so long ago. Um, and it seems like a really great point in time just to pull back to that um, and talk about some of the technologies that were on show, some market trends, some opportunities, um, all of the commercial sides of things and technology over at HP. So if you're happy, we'll dive into the first question. Great. Let's go. Okay, let's do it. Okay, <laughs> Terry, which market trends are driving the growth of digital print in decor? Well, the market trend to me that's most uh, clearly driving many, many, many uh, trends at the moment is the reopening, right? So mm -hmm. we had, uh, interestingly enough, uh, in the print industry, a lot of challenges during the COVID lockdown where a lot of businesses closed down uh, and had to basically forego a lot of their, their, their revenue streams, whereas uh, Decor grew um, almost exponentially. Yeah. Uh, that's mainly because people were redecorating their homes, repurposing spaces, uh, etc. We had homeschooling going on. We had uh, home office offices being built, etc. So the home decor grew like crazy. Now, as we're all wanting to leave our homes because we're wanting to travel again and, and, and go meet people and go back to the office, um, maybe not five days a week, but at least three. Mm -hmm. um, so all, we have all of this going on. All those spaces are now being repurposed. Um, I saw an interesting video yesterday of, funnily enough, Virgin Cruises, yeah. where they were inter interviewing um, uh, Richard Branson. And he says that uh, in, in that interview, he was talking about the fact that the cruise industry, the airline industry, the hotel industry were all hit very, very hard. All of those are now back on track and exploding. So everyone's back on the cruise ships, etc. So cruise ships interiors, by the way, are a big area that's uh, – that's 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 growing as a result Huge. hotels of course in the last few months mm -hmm. have have redecorated repurposed as well uh, a lot of their interiors and offices i mean as we speak our office is being redecorated as well at at, uh, at hp so oh, okay. it's to accommodate yeah so accommodate the hybrid uh, the new hybrid way of working uh repurposing spaces for collaboration um all of those kind of things all inv involve some form of of decor Going back to the, uh, the yacht industry and the kind of the aquatic industry, there are huge opportunities there, aren't there? You know, you've got ships. That, I mean, uh, how, how many rooms does, the, does an average ship have? I don't know, maybe a five hundred thousand rooms. Huge. I think the 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 ship yesterday at, in in the interview that I saw mm -hmm. on YouTube, uh, I can't remember the name of the ship, but they call they call them they don't call them guests, they call them sailors in uh, uh -oh, okay. in, in 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 Virgin Virgin Cruises, and there were two thousand nine hundred people sailors. Wow. Uh, on the ship. Yeah, that's yeah. A, those are great contracts, aren't they? Fantastic bespoke interiors and every room can be completely different. Every floor can yeah. be completely different. Uh, incredible yeah. opportunities for architects and specifiers and the print industry huge. at large. It's huge. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you, Terry. So mm -hmm. next question. HP Technologies have already enjoyed incredible success in the interior sector. Which products or technologies have made the biggest impact so far? The biggest impact for HP, mm -hmm. certainly, um, have been, don't ask me why, we, 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 we did wallpaper first, but we when we delved into the, into the decor space, yeah. we thought, you know, where is the, 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 the most obvious surface that needs covering? Walls. Every room has walls, so let's go there. And we went for, for wallpaper first. So that was a learning, a learning exercise for us because we didn't know the sector, of course. We walked into it quite naively, I would say, mm -hmm. um, pointing mainly at myself. I didn't know the industry at the time. <laughs> How long ago um, was that, Terry? This must have been 2012. Okay, yeah, 10 years ago then, yeah. yeah. 10 years ago. So it took us 10 years to really connect with the whole community uh, or ecosystem rather in, 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 in wall covering, getting to know the, 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 the creatives like yourself, uh -huh. uh, which would 
we didn't know how, how that all worked. Materials, uh, the, the producers, the manufacturers mm-hmm. of wallpaper, the, the incumbents in this, in this market as well, yeah. who are the, what we call PSPs, um, yeah. print service providers, print companies, who in the beginning also says, hey, I'm going to print wallpaper without even knowing what wallpaper is, how it works, how you sell it. So it also all, was all very new for us. And in fact, it, I think it was 2013, we put a stand at Heimtextil, which was the first uh, time we ever ever went to that trade show. We were the only ones there. Mm-hmm. Now Heimtextil, at least pre-COVID in 2018, 2019, there was a, an actual print hall. There was, yeah, um, yeah, next to the design hall. Yeah, which yeah. exactly, which is um, I'm not going to be arrogant and say we were the first and we defined it. No, I'm actually going to say that I'm so glad that this market is now not just us. Mm-hmm. You know, there's other brands, other print companies there as well. Com- competition makes a market. It makes a market, and I really think um, some people in HP would shoot me for saying this, but I'm I'm an, <laughs> okay. I'm an open networker, so I, I think the cake is always big enough for everybody. Yes. Um, you know, so so and and HP is very good at a lot of things, yeah. but not everything. Just like our competitors are good at some things, but not everything, right? So. Yeah. Um, there's space for everybody, and the more noise we make together, is 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 better for everybody. Starting with the customer, no? absolutely, because it, it you know competition drives innovation and it drives change, doesn't it? Fast, it speeds yeah. everything up, yeah. accelerates everything. Yeah, and since then, wallpaper we went into the window blinds um, mm-hmm. industry, which yet again was a very different uh, endeavor, a completely different market. They asked diff- very different questions. Um, and we've actually, by accident, found out that our technology, latex uh, ink technology, is very well suited to window blinds. We didn't yes. know at the beginning. Yeah, well, um, of course, because it's, it's it's pigments, so it's just dropping straight onto the substrate. And of course, pigments in the interior industry are the are the ink of choice because the UV qualities are so good. Pigment at the window mm-hmm. lasts far, far longer than reactive, which was the first kind of application to the party in textiles many, many, many years ago. So it is, it's yeah. the perfect marriage, isn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah, and in fact, we went to a trade show uh, to, um, I spontaneously forgot the name of the trade show. I'll remember in a second. It's in Stuttgart, uh-huh. uh, R plus T. R plus T is the name. Uh, it's a Windows trade show. Uh, happens every three years. Yeah. We had some money left over. We bought some space and we went there with a little machine. And most people who actually joined us there asked three questions. One is, can you print on polyester? Yes, actually very well. Two, can you print on PVC mesh? Yes, very well. Um, can you print 2.2 meters wide? Mm-hmm. Yes, and maybe even a bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and what's your, what's your light fastness? What do you mean, what is your light fastness? Well, on the blue wool scale, how would it score? We didn't know. We since did a test and we found out that it's seven, mm-hmm. which is extremely high. So with those three questions answered, the market uh, uh, was created. Fantastic. Yeah, it just opened for us. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Of course, in the background, we had canvas prints as well. This was something that was always bubbling away. Yeah. So yeah, you have the, the the flexibility of the inks, which makes which makes the stretching mm-hmm. uh, easier. Um, in a bit, in, I mean, a bit, we'll be talking about disruption and 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 how these technologies are are disrupting the market and making it grow more exponentially. Uh, canvas prints is, is is one of these areas because actually, what we're seeing in canvas is a problem shift. Um, I'm reading a book at the moment, which is actually from 2012, I think, or 2014, called Abundance. Okay. Um, and it talks about how things or how markets shift. Because of abundance, if you look at the the photography industry, you know before we had twelve shots literally yeah. in a in a roll of film, and you had to be very selective about how you how you pick the photograph you're going to make. Yeah. Now, with the abundance of capacity on your phone, you could shoot thousands of pictures a day, right? So yeah. the problem has shifted. It's not it's not no longer choosing the picture you're going to make. It's choosing the picture you want to keep, yes. print, or whatever, yeah. right? So Netflix, what are you going to watch tonight? You have everything. It takes 20 minutes to choose a film. Exactly. So with Canvas, it's the same thing. So there you have thousands of pictures, um, and you're going to make that one gift or the one memory that you want to put on the wall. Which picture do you you select? Mm -hmm. 
it's a very difficult process. A, a photo book, how do you select the, pic- the pictures you want to put in a photo book? So the problem shift has shifted there to not so much make, taking the picture or, or storing the picture, it's selecting which one. Yeah. So I think software here is going gonna, is, is gonna, to um, eat the world yes. in, in just about any. And in Canvas, we're seeing this now, that a lot of our customers are experiment, experimenting or already breaking through with, with software. Um, on, on making that whole selection process easier for the customer, faster, easier. Faster, easier, and available next day, I guess, by drone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> super, super quick. Hmm. Okay. Which are, which other um, impacts do you think that your, the technology has made over the last few years? Is there anything else that stands out? Well, I mean, te- the, the print technology as such is, is always evolving, mm-hmm. Um our customers want f- better print quality, faster prints, cheaper inks, cheaper um, cost per copy, cost per square meter, um, and of course, mm, better and more abundant materials or more diverse materials rather. Yeah, no? Can we yeah. print on canvas and wallpaper and um, uh, self-adhesive vinyl, etc., etc. So a lot of these these materials are now also developing a lot, and a lot of the 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 innovation that's happening in in the market right now is very very often driven by media manufacturers. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the the biggest square meterage, I guess, in the whole end to end process is actually the media. It's yeah. it's the, the the part that actually covers the wall, the floor, the the canvas, or whatever it is. So yeah, and it's making those available in smaller quantities, isn't it? Because you know, like if you just take wall covering, for example, like years ago when we started in our business printing wall coverings digitally, so we were buying wall mm. coverings from Alstom, but we could only buy them in three thousand meter reams. So yeah. you have to buy these massive reams, bring them into the UK, and then get them cut and sliced and re-rolled, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That doesn't happen anymore. You can there are multiple, mm. multiple choices for a twenty-five meter roll of anything, yeah. which open unlocks bespoke print because you can print on a in in HP's case on a, a certified uh, accredited media with the profiles etc. Everything in line and ready, plug and play. You can buy that with confidence. Do a small sample and then print twenty-five meters for a client. No stock. Yeah, which is yeah and. Incredible. and- if you think about if you think about this again in terms of abundance, uh-huh. once again, uh, before it was a scarcity model, which is I'm a I'm a wallpaper manufacturer. I make twenty thousand rolls for B and Q, right? B and Q nowadays is not buying twenty thousand rolls; they're buying four, right. two thousand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what you're saying this 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 whole need for shorter runs is is everywhere. Yeah. Um, that's B and Q, and that's the manufacturer of wallpaper. Yeah. But what about you, as a designer, uh, you can't walk up to a wallpaper manufacturer and say, I want 20 rolls. They'll send you away because they can't make that mm-hmm. or they can't print, print those yeah. uh, um, um, profitably. Yeah. Whereas now with digital technology, they can. And so you can walk up to one of these digital factories, as I call mm-hmm. them, um, and, and, and order your five, four or five rolls or order even a sample. That's right. Which opens the door to the abundance of design that's out there, which until now didn't have this this access no, to, to They didn't. To and, you know, it's completely democratized the market. I mean, I was over at one of your big com- com- customers here in the UK at John Mark Limited um, up mm. in Leyland. And, you know, yeah. I've been watching them and known them for a long time, actually. Uh, they just have such an incredible service. I think seven machines now printing 3,000 meters a day, which is incredible. Um, and they also now offer the creative the ability to print one roll and they will dispatch mm-hmm. it to your client third-party white label. So any creative anywhere can have their own website, not have to have any yeah. stock. They can concentrate on being a creative. They just have to have print-ready artwork um, that is already on, on file over at John Mark Limited. And they have a fantastic business that can ship globally. It's incredible. Yeah. On top of that, if you again in the wall covering industry, uh-huh. I, I was at one of the IGI meetings, the the, the yearly meeting that they have, uh, and there was a talk actually by uh, uh, given by a lawyer who was talking about um, um, piracy, piracy of, of design. Yeah, big problem. Um, which is the biggest, mm. you know. Uh, um, 
problem for 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 designers yeah. and certainly in, in in any creative industry but certainly in wall in wall coverings so think about how, what blockchain will do here yeah. so we have a designer in the uk in your case who needs to send a design to the us you don't want to print it in the uk you want to print it in the us yeah. directly now you can do that because you can encrypt or, or or blockchain the actual design ensuring that it gets to the right person it gets printed only once mm -hmm. and you can actually trace it so that's going to change uh, a lot of things in the future i think so i think you're absolutely right i mean many many years ago i read about um the fact that they were they were developing technologies for files that they would also biodegradable files basically which you know a lot of us would hope social media did the same and i know my mm. my, my children's yeah. generation will definitely hope that those social media files disappear by the time they're 21 but um mm. we do need to have something very similar in our in our in our business that protects the creative and the file so that somebody so that it unlocks the availability of great design online so that you can confidently create and style something, pop it online, somebody buys a license to print 500 meters, but that's all they can print. Mm. And you're absolutely right. Blockchain will will help with that, won't it? And just to secure yeah, it. Yeah, and I think it, it's something that um, it, it, it warrants looking into uh, mm. by all of us Definitely. to see how, how this will be. Because the design behind you that we talked about yeah. earlier is... is uh, uh, that could be sold as an NFT as well, right? So if yeah. you sell it digitally, um, there will be at some point the question, or at least the question will be asked at some point. I, I, I know I bought an NFT, but at some point, maybe I want a print of it on the wall. No? So yeah. blockchain will enable that. Whole new set of licensing laws here. A lot of legal litigation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, yeah. And even there, you see new industries springing from an NFT. Incredible hmm. billion, billion dollar industries springing just from that, really, and bringing all that back into yeah. the digital space. Just be Terry, just before we move off this question, how would you describe mm -hmm. the impact that's been made by the HP Stitch and how that's unlocked textiles for lots of your wide format customers who have already had latex, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, I, here uh, it can go into two directions. I mean, uh -huh. you you could say if you if you look at the the Stitch One Thousand, the, the the wider machine, yeah. you could say uh, that could go into the decor space. Yeah, you could talk curtains, you could talk bedding, you could talk uh, uh, upholstery, uh, and a number of these kind of applications. But actually, what we saw. Um, to, to my surprise, mm -hmm. some of my colleagues weren't surprised um, that a lot of the signage customers were starting to buy these machines. Yeah. Um, and the answer is, is quite simple because of, uh, of um, textile signage, right? Yeah. So instead of using PVC, instead of using heavier materials, more difficult to, to, to carry and to, to install, uh, textile in this case is great for, for backlits and, and, and things like that in store. First of all, it looks more elegant easier to carry around it weighs less and the actual uh, um, visual impact is better yes so a lot of these machines were bought for that no surprise i guess because these were customers we were already talking to with latex yeah so making the switch or or adding uh, um, uh, a stitch machine to the four was easier yeah. than to go to a decoration account which is completely new to us uh with with a stitch offering so yeah, there were two these two these two kind of customers that uh, that evolved from that. You do though. You build brand loyalty, don't you? And the synergy between all the software throughout all of the machines and the support and the HP hub for knowledge base, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, people are in a familiar environment that works, that's consistent, mm. that is very low maintenance. Yeah. So that there is no reason to switch. You don't. You know. You don't. You don't. What to say? Flog a winning horse. It's doing really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, and and taking into account that that um, in in this in this market there were already a lot of customers uh -huh. printing for decades yes. already uh, on com competing products um, yeah. um, who who had made a, a an established name for themselves in the market. So coming in as HP here, whereas in many other uh, areas the, the the HP brand carries carries itself almost mm -hmm. here it was quite uh, quite tough. Yeah, to get into this market. Yeah, I guess I guess there as well. You're seeing sales as well, aren't you, from people who know that they have to invest in sustainable technologies now. Hmm. It must be. Yeah, sustainability is one of those. In the beginning, it was a little bit. Uh, everyone kind of threw the sustainability word around, yeah. 
without really having an intention in the back of their mind of saying, I'm not going to buy something that's going to cost me more for the benefit of saying that I'm sustainable. But now actually, funnily enough, what's actually making the – we've reached a tipping point where the customers are actually demanding it, the end customer. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember – being in a discussion with uh, uh, or conversation in the UK with Marks and Spencers, yeah. who who were who were, had decided to make all their signage on all their on all their lorries sustainable from one day to the next, or from one month to the next, rather, uh, which meant a, a major overhaul in terms of what materials you use, yeah. which print technology you need to 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 make that make it happen, etc. So, yeah touching everywhere it is it's everywhere isn't it? Yeah. it it really is okay let's move on to the next question we kind of touched on this a little bit but it'd be really nice to summarize then um where the emerging markets and the commercial opportunities are be interesting to summarize that yeah i think i think emerging markets obviously geographically we can talk about uh moving to new um uh, countries with our technology etc although a lot of this technology is now kind of ubiquitous. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, 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 geographically, it's very difficult to say we're going to go to Asia, we're going to go to uh, more emerging um, uh, markets, etc., because we're already there. Yeah, all of us are already there, us and and our, and our competitors. Um, where I think actually the 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 big step change is going to be is is it may sound obvious, but it's it's technology. So how is technology going to help us tap into this, once again, this abundance concept, uh-huh. right? So uh, um, there's an abundance of customers. There's an abundance of customers with similar needs. There's an abundance of content out there. Yeah. Um, how do you make that available to everybody in a simple uh, and economical way? So use the word democratizing mm-hmm. uh, before. That, that has a lot to do with it. Um, but I think this technology is, is going to be the pipeline to, to, to drive all that content to its, its rightful place seamlessly, mm-hmm. which at the moment really isn't, isn't happening. If you want wallpaper, for example, you need to know how to install the wallpaper. You yeah. need to know how to print. Uh, it's still relatively clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had software, and it's happening already with um, AR and, and, and virtual reality and that, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you could point your phone at a wall and you could visualize many things, furniture, uh, wall coverings, whatever, far before you even select. Yes. Um, all of these kind of things are going to make this, this whole journey a lot easier for the customer. Selecting designs, knowing where to select the designs. If, if you only look at the canvas example that I mentioned to you earlier, mm-hmm. um, it's relatively simple. You have one photo, you want to make it into a canvas, which typically has to be, I don't know, a 30 by 20 print or something, centimeters. Um, you go to a website and you select the photo, upload it. And, and in principle, it sounds easy. But if you want to take into account things like what differences in price are there and when you change the size of the canvas, yeah. orientation of the photo, uh, do you like the colors, yes or no? Are the colors that you see on screen the same as the one you're going to see on your wall? Yeah. Typically not. Um, all of these things you take into account, this whole end-to-end journey is is actually riddled with pitfalls yep. still. So I think uh, technology there, software and, and, and uh, UI, you know, user interface uh, related things are going to improve things a lot. I think you're right. And I think one of the biggest pitfalls in all of that currently are, well, there are two and they're very, very connected. One of them is color and the other one is returns. So we, mm, as an yeah. industry, we have to be really, really sharp and move to, I don't know how it's even possible to standardize color in the textile kind of interior decor area as you know, color was established in the graphics industry many years ago. There are so, so, so many more materials and all sorts of different connotations. But if we don't get the color right at the point of sale, we only get it returned at the point of, of um, when it's received. And then in that frame, we, we can t- we're we not being circular and we're also just manufacturing waste again. So I think we have to yeah. work really, really hard on that to make sure that we do create digital twins in a virtual way. So when you open that mm-hmm. box, nobody's disappointed and the wall looks wonderful. It looks just like what you saw on screen. There's, there's a lot of mileage there, but there's also a lot to do, I think. It's not going to be solved Definitely. overnight, is it? Yeah. 
very interesting. Yeah, I would, I would say definitely. I mean, um, I, I always make the same analogy, and some people uh, roll their eyes when I say it, but it, it's we're in a, we're in a business of pizzas, mm-hmm. and very often we're focused on the oven. You know, yeah. in HP, certainly with my colleagues, the printer. Let's talk about the printer. Yeah. So, or, or another analogy would be the car. You have people who actually want to open the bonnet, yeah. open the hood rather, and look at the look at the engine. And others say, "Give me the key. I want to go for a drive." Right? Yeah. I'd like to think that the majority of the market is the going for a drive kind of person. Uh-huh. Um, whereas within HP, my colleagues very often are are engineers, so they want to open and have a look at the engine. Yeah. Right. So we need to be very focused on the person who wants to go for a drive. The customers yeah. want the output they want to see uh um, the wallpaper on their wall that's that's the most important thing yeah the experience Mm. yeah 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 the 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 actual emotional uh um outcome of getting your heart to beat that slightly bit faster when you see it all installed yeah that's what we should be obsessed with I i think you're right and i think you know as we move further, further, further towards personalization and customization, that instant gratification is what is the dopamine kind of that the customer seeks with the purchase. We have to deliver that throughout the entire sale, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, from concept right the way through to delivery. Yeah, so, 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 so Mm. interesting and so much to do really, definitely. Um, Should we move to the next question, Terry? happy to do that sure yeah let's talk about who are the trailblazers and who are those digital entrepreneurs well it's 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 interesting interesting we touched upon this in in previous questions but i think the the trailblazers really are going to be the ones that get it yep. in terms of uh um how to, how to sell in fact if we took, go back to wallpaper yep. um of course, I want to. I don't want to mention names for 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 uh, respect for all the customers, right? But you have a lot of customers in the wallpaper industry who were seeing digital as almost a nuisance or or, or a, um, a, the devil. Even uh-huh. um, I remember going big going to, to <laughs> the big disruptor, yeah. or or in fact. Um, I had a conversation with a gentleman way back in 2012, 2013, when when I didn't know the market, uh-huh. and I was maybe I won't say arrogant, but I was naive. Uh-huh. Uh, and I mentioned, well, you print something like this and you stick it on a wall, and you have a great wallpaper. And he, and he stopped me and he says, "What you're printing with this machine is not wallpaper." I said, "Well, there's a wall there. This is paper. You stick it on the wall, it becomes wallpaper." And his answer was, "Well, then you don't understand our industry." And he was absolutely right mm-hmm. because wallpaper is a, is, a, is an artisanal product, yes. uh, which involves much more than paper and a little bit of color on it, right? Yeah. As as we well art. know now, yeah, as an ambiance. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and there's a huge difference between a flock wallpaper and yeah. and 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 whatever, uh, or or a, or a wall mural, a photo mural, right? Yeah. Um, we know that now. <laughs> Yeah. So, so um, the, the um, having said that, though, within those uh, that community, the ones that actually saw that there are customers who want wall murals, and there are a lot of them, mm, very um, well. they need to be catered for as well, yeah. right? So you get the uh, the players who were who were then doing wall murals with offset technology switched to inkjet technology, for example. Yeah. And, and and did very well for themselves. So it's it's this this wanting to redefine a little bit how you see the market. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit to my naive comment saying you stick something on the wall it becomes wallpaper. Well, actually, it's true. You can't call it wall coverings like, for example, uh, uh, the, the likes of um, Gianelli and Volpi are making in Italy. Yeah. Um, and by the way, he's adopted digital. Uh, digital yeah through and through um it's not the same thing but it's 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 someone who's decided to dedicate those square meters to a picture that's going to pick Mm -hmm. stick on a wall so the trailblazers in that sense were people who were willing to look at the market slightly differently uh adopting a different kind of technology certainly making the switch from i don't need a machine that does 100 square meters per minute uh even though my Muscle memory says I need that. Yeah. 
Um, but you can do very different things with a t- digital technology, which, yes, is slower, yes, is more expensive, but you can access very different uh, um, market segments. A great example is the gentleman you just mentioned before. I call him the wizard, by the way. Do you? Uh, John, John Mark. <laughs> He's yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. This man has uh, – in fact, he used to make a joke that thanks to HP, he now has – all his trousers don't have knees anymore <laughs> because he spent so much time on his knees yeah. loading uh, uh, media, etc. He's but so hands-on, though. He spends all his time in production, loves it. Yeah, he, he's obsessed. Yeah. He's obsessed. Right. He was, he's actually the one of one of the people who told me, Terry, once you get into the wallpaper industry, uh, you'll never leave because it's fascinating. And he's absolutely right. It's Just, yeah, uh, the amount I think of it's, surfaces. Uh, in wall coverings, the textures, the ambience, the acoustic, the oh my goodness, the reflectivity, the light, there is the the warmth. There are so 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 many ways to to impact a design and print. So you could take twenty different media, put the same design on twenty different media, and you've got a different product on every single one for yeah. a different client at a different price point. Absolutely. Yeah. No, he he definitely has. I, I would definitely. Uh, um, term or, or call him a, a trailblazer yes. because i mean he he decided actually as a story goes it was a meeting with alstrom uh-huh. uh when he said what am i going to do now um he 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 wanted to start on his own yeah. um uh and he wanted to go digital uh he didn't know it at the time alstrom was the one who said hey why don't you check out one of these digital machines and everything else was history so yeah and like him, there's quite a few uh, of, of these kind of uh, – a colleague of mine actually termed them uh, digital factories. They're not really wallpaper manufacturers. Yeah. And they're not really print companies in the, in, in, in the signage sense. Yeah. Uh, but they just decided to go print wall coverings digitally. Uh, and John Mark is a great example of that. Definitely. Um, and not all of them use HP technology, but – it's the same. It's it to me. It doesn't matter. Uh, these trailblazers a, have it, to grow. It's having that creativity, the appreciation of the market, the knowledge of the market, and knowing how you can adapt that technology to make a beautiful mm. product. Yeah, isn't it really? Um, those are the components. It's, but then I it, guess you must have lots of other customers who see who who use the technology purely more from a commercial perspective too, perhaps like in the canvas market, for example, maybe mm. when it is more about speed, volume, and the same product over and over again. Yeah, and and, and there you see a, a number of uh, uh, customers who have gone down the route of saying, I want to make the, um, the end-to-end workflow uh-huh. as efficient as possible. So we get canvas prints coming in or requests for canvas prints coming in after summer and Christmas time, which is Christmas time is probably the most uh, important time of the year for them. Um, How do I make that process as efficient as possible so that I don't miss out on any of those requests coming in? Others have said, you know what, we're going to go global. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that I find printing companies around the globe who could actually deliver our canvases uh, to the customer. Um, and others have done very well. I mean, if you look at the American North American market alone, um, have done quite well uh, just catering for the American market. It's, it's huge enough, mm, right? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and then you get others like um, the, the famous Shutterflies who basically said, okay, we're doing this, this, and this. Now we're also going to do canvases and wallpapers. They just decide to annex an, an, a new segment to their to their quiver, right? Of, That's of, right. Uh, didn't, of, Shutterfly, uh, didn't Shutterfly buy Spoonflower as well to get into textiles? Correct. They did, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. So, so you get you get a lot of this as well in terms of trailblazers. What you're starting to see is um, vertical integration, uh-huh. people buying like uh, Spoonflower buying or sorry, uh, uh, Shutterfly buying Spoonflower, yeah. but you get others consolidating as well. Companies buying others, uh, I think, wasn't it back to wallpaper? It was the American company York. Yes, yeah, yeah, I know York. Yeah, who I think purchased or was purchased. So you get a lot of this consolidation yeah. of of brands uh, to create um, uh, scale, right? Yeah. So uh, that's happening as well. Yeah, and I suppose it no longer becomes about digital. It's just really about print, isn't it now? You know, years ago, there was yeah. there was something to be said, oh, it's digitally printed. Actually, the customer doesn't care. They just want a beautiful, no. beautiful print 
on time at the right price point at the right quality for for their needs really and digital now is just an, a different way of doing it yeah it's uh, it, it's funny because when when we talk because we're we're of course engineers uh-huh. um we instantly coined it as digital and analog yes um and sometimes when you talk to uh traditional um, uh-huh. wallpaper factories or window blinds uh, or, or textile when you went mention the word analog they they, they chuckle mm-hmm. you know it's like oh really am i analog oh because they're also digital in many other aspects right maybe the machine itself yeah. is not digital but they've digitized their mm-hmm. their their processes as well so one thing I, I do see in 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 the traditional factories which is fascinating as just as a side note is the color expert. Yeah. You know, whereas now we have totally spectrophotometers and, mm. and this, this, this person comes in and just dips a few colors and, and hand mixes yeah. to a, to a, to a level of accuracy, which is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the naked human eye still, uh, is not obsolete, of course. No, it's, it's trained. It's they, you know, the, the knowledge of the chemists and the color kitchens, you know, from my background in wall coverings and textiles is phenomenal. I mean, you know, just yeah. even if you just take the designers and the colorists that you work with, the creative to create the first drawdowns and then the first samples in the sample rooms, you know, mixing color and pigment in tiny cups like this knowing full well mm. how it's going to drop when it comes through that roller or through that screen, what colour is actually going to finally come, and then how to how to adjust that, you know, when the designer says, okay, can you take me, take, make it 10% redder, but use that particular red or use that black or switch to that green or however it is that you build the colour. Now we just do that digitally and we do it, in, you know, on a slide scale or in, in, a, in a level or however else we do it. Um, that was all to do yeah. with yeah, with the human eye, really. Incredible skills. Absolutely. Um, but we, you know, we have to kind of somehow bottle all of that, don't we, to improve our yeah. colour. You know, HP have done fantastic, fantastic job with colour consistency across all of your printers and across different devices and different platforms too, um, which is incredible. You know, and again, just speeds everything up, adds adds continuity and re- reduces waste. And also, as you touched on it before, didn't you? The smart hub, having remote machines in different places printing the same color on the same mati- on the same substrates. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's and and in fact, this this leads to a, a question you we're going to talk about in a second as well, uh-huh. which is how um, d- disrupting digital technology is disrupting. Yeah, let's uh, go with that question. The, the market the marketplace as well is is uh, if if you look at. We, we very often navel gaze and say we're going to make the printer faster, we're going to make this uh, whatever, the workflow easier, whatever. Um, I, I always force myself to, to not to f- zoom in too much to our own thing and actually zoom out and see who else we need to play with uh-huh. to make this offering uh, better, yes. right? So, and then you very quickly come into the get into the realm of of uh, partners media partners, finishing partners, cutting machines, coating machines, uh, slitters, uh, all of these kind of technologies, um, uh, uh, w- which is going to help us actually access uh, more customers, of course, yeah. if we work together. But we're going to actually offer something to these customers which is better um, because it's a, it's, a, it's a joint effort. No? Yeah. So I, I think this, this disrupting will come from the stuff that we mentioned earlier, which is access to scale yep. and, and technology opening up, that that's part of it. But it's also um, the realization that you can't you can't go at it alone. Yeah. You need a number of other uh, elements as well. You do. This. You need. And that, that, you do. You ahead, need. Sorry. You need scale down production machinery and cutting technology is a big one as well. You mm-hmm. know, and you, you sorry, go back to John Mark here as well. He built his own. He started out. Yeah. He started with a provider. But then he needed various different attributes of different flexibility, different edges, different all sorts of different things he needed to do. So he built his own. Not everybody, yeah. had, nobody, not very many people have the skill and the the engineering knowledge from a lifetime in production to be able to do that. So there has to be mm. a drag and drop solution that unlocks the marketplace. And yeah. and that's then that, that's how the market grows, doesn't it? There's nothing harder. It sounds really simple, but there's nothing harder than cutting wall coverings consistently it's, it, yeah it's a, a science a, isn't a it speed. yeah, yeah it's, hmm. it's not easy 
you know, you know, another aspect. At least I'm speaking for myself. Uh-huh. With this, this whole, uh, I consider myself a connector as a, as a person, anyway, right? But uh, you have the technology, which is the machines that can do things. Yes. But you have the people behind those machines who have the knowledge. And when you start to, and trade shows are great for this. This, this is why I love trade shows to death. Yeah. Um, yes, they're tiring. Yes, it's uh, hard work and it's uncomfortable standing in your, you know, on your on your feet all day and and this and that and the other but the people you actually meet yeah. and talk to the best insights that i got was at trade shows very often mm-hmm. talking to people who have a certain view or vision or opinion about something which i hadn't thought about yeah real time um yeah, yeah. so you get you get those kind of things and sometimes you even get like oh have you have you talked to this and this customer because the last time i heard they were thinking about going digital I don't even know who that customer is. Oh, well, they do this, this, and this. Uh, simple things like that. Uh-huh. Or um, speaking of, uh, of um, uh, cutting machines, I was talking to Walter at Fotoba, uh-huh. who, who basically says, hey, but you're, you're slitting your machines this way. Why don't you put a 3.2 meter roll and slit it horizontally? Yeah. I thought, hmm. Interesting. It, it hasn't it hasn't been possible until now because there's not many media manufacturers who deliver a 3.2 meter yeah. <laughs> wide roll, right? So that's that's the, the the handicap. But the idea, as such, is quite innovative. Yeah. But you get things like this, you know, the, uh, hints at potential segments, or yeah. the whole window blinds thing came up came about from that. We we visited among other people. Yeah. Uh, the cutting technology brand Matic. Yes. Who are basically half an hour away from HP here. Yeah. Um, and they said, hey, why don't you go to R, and R plus T? So R plus T, what's that? It's a trade show about Windows. Trade show about Windows. Really? Go there with your machine and you'll see. And they were right. Yeah, yeah. Unlocks another, so, another market to be unlocked, really. Yeah. Yeah. The, the disruption, so, yeah, in a positive way. This disruption very often comes from network, building yeah. a network, building a... So very often in, in, in business development, I, I that's that's my first port of call. It's just to say, you know, I had a, I had a boss at, at some point who said, um, window blinds, explain this to me. And I went into the technical things and polyester and yeah. blah, blah, blah. No, 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 stop. So you have a role in the beginning of the whole process. Yes. What do you mean? A role of what? Polyester, typically. Okay. And at the other end, you have a window with a window blind in front of it. Yes, I don't understand your question. So, okay, what I want to know is what happens between those two points. Yeah. Can you draw me a map? And that's how my job was born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I draw maps of, of, of yeah. ecosystems, you know? Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. Sometimes it sounds very simple. No, you're right. It's really good to go back to basics, really, and rethink it. Because as you said, you know, memory, muscle memory, you kind of sometimes if it's, it's just something you've been doing for years, you just know it, don't you? When you go back yeah. and analyze it, you can see the gaps and the pitfalls for disruption and innovation, can't you? How it all has yeah. to slot together. Very interesting, exactly. Terry. Yeah, that leads mm. us really nicely onto our next question. We've just got a couple more questions. So that was about HP's Learning Hub and how it, you know, now offers such an incredible resource for the pr- resource for the printing community. And how has that expanded post-pandemic? Well, I mean, the the pandemic, what is done for us actually, um, it has some positives, mm-hmm. <laughs> not not all all negative, but we were scrambling like a lot of our customers as well and our competitors. Yeah. So, okay, as we're locked down now, what on earth are we going to do? One with our time that we have, the resources that we have, the people who are all here working, etc. So, our CEO at HP said in an email, "I've saved the email because it was epic." Yeah. Uh, when the whole thing ex- exploded in 2020, he basically assured us that no jobs would be lost. Fabulous. Everyone would keep their job, right? So you think to yourself, wow, yeah. that's quite a bold statement. And so we all have, had to redefine our jobs a little bit, et cetera. And a lot of the, 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 the things that we were doing was re- redesigning our jobs to make sure that we, we, we cover those opportunities that were coming up yeah. as uh, because of the pandemic, things like floor signage, things like uh, PVC um, screens yeah. or, or not PVC, um, uh, polycarbonate screens and stuff like that. Can you print on those? Yeah. 
um, redecorating or, or, or a signage in, in, in uh, supermarkets and things like yeah. that, directional signage. All of these opportunities started to come up. And, and what we ended up doing is create a lot of these, um, as we call them, cookbooks, uh-huh. which ended up in the Learning Hub as well, how to print on uh, yeah. polycarbonates, yeah. how to do uh, impactful floor signage, how to do directional signage yeah. better, which colors to use, for example. Use blues, they're, they're calming, soothing. Don't use reds, yeah. stuff like that. No? Um, so the, 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 the use of this hub grew in that sense by opportunistic almost, opportunities for, for um, new application areas, uh-huh. if you like. Um, and that I think will grow as we go on as well. In fact, it's, it's, it's part of my job. It's my job really is to find extra square meters that you can cover in ink, right? So it's decoration on the one <laughs> yeah. hand. Can we do more on short term packaging, uh, short run packaging rather? Uh, we've, uh, explored thermoforming, for example, uh-huh. um, synthetic leather and leather opportunities. Yes. So all of those application areas are going to end up somehow on the learning hub as well. Fantastic. So teaching or, or yeah. giving access to a printing company who's doing signage today, but who may want to do handbags in the future. Sounds you know, a little t- extreme. Terry, that, re- that resource saves people hundreds of thousands of pounds in lost time revenue, mm. R&D, you know? People, you know, like, for example, a company could just set up a, a project, separate project, right? We'd really like to print leather on that machine. Okay, team, can you go off and work on that, please, for the next six weeks? You know, just head over to the HP Smart Hub and see what's going on in there and shortcut all of that, mm. you know, and then you can fine tune your product for your market, for your experience with your preferred media. But it's an incredible shortcut for anybody, any creative or anybody working in production. It's fantastic. Yeah, and and, and, and that hub um, shouldn't be the only port of call. I mean, if you have uh, any question whatsoever on on wanting to print on a particular material, uh, I, for one, would be more than happy to learn about it because those requests coming to me will open, yes. talk about disruption. Uh, the, the large majority of ideas for new applications that come out are coming from customers, mm-hmm. not our labs, you know? Yeah, it's an evolving market, so, isn't it? It's just a, a moving, yeah. Yeah, moving ball the whole time. Definitely. Definitely. Terry, I'm really conscious of time. Um, thank you so much. We just got one last question, which was to touch on materials, really, and also to touch a little bit on sustainability. Um, do you see a marked shift in interest then from customers for sustainable alternatives, um, print bases and, and machinery choices as we talked bef- on before? The short answer is yes. Okay. Uh, um, there's there's many different ways of of seeing this. You could look at sustainable as in as in um, recyclable materials. You could look at sustainable in terms of origin of the material or the makeup of the material. Um, uh, there, could, there could be many ways of or, or workflow. So uh, reducing waste in the workflow. Yeah. Um, there's many many angles to this, right? So um, in fact, we have a resource now or, or a, a pool of resource now in HP who are. Uh, full-time working on sustainability. In fact, one of my, my teammates, if you if you want, I'll introduce her to you if you don't know her already. Yeah, please do. Uh, her, her only focus is, is, is sustainability, looking at printing sustainable. What does it mean? How do we add value to the market with this? Um, examples. Uh, recently, we, we talked about a company in uh, in the UK, in fact, who does, wall, uh, who does um, vehicle graphics. Yeah. Uh, so what they've done is put in place a recycling uh, program where any fleet uh, which is which has got livery uh, on it installed by this company, they would take it off for you once it's once it's ready for to be to be replaced, and they recycle the material. So they make sure they collect it and recycle it. Uh, that's one example mm-hmm. that I heard of yeah. just last week. Yeah. So you get a lot of these these kind of things. So in the future. Uh, it, it's going to it's going to develop in many many different uh, ways. Yeah. From what it is today, which is I want to be sustainable, but I don't really want to w- spend the money because it's more expensive mm-hmm. to be sustainable. Uh, to a reality where it's no longer more expensive, it's the only option. So uh, a lot of things, are, a lot of cogs are moving in this in this in in, in this machine to make that 
a, a reality. Of it. And you know, companies are definitely going to find new clients when they provide a circular solution that is a is a one stop solution. As you said, you know, they said they they provide the material, the print, and they remove it as well for you. Yeah. You know, and there's a cost incurred in all of that. Of course, there is, but it's but it's the margins will be correct. It'll be um it'll be forecast for volume. So so a great service for anybody that then doesn't have to have their own staff in place. Um, and their own certification and their own, you know, legal side of everything, proving exactly what they yeah. did. There's no, doesn't have to be a trail. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a complex yes, it uh, thing to get right because there's so many cogs that, yeah. that, that need to work in, the, in, in in unison. But once once we get that. Once we calibrate this properly, yeah. cost-wise, work uh, work process, um, workflow-wise, yeah. uh, supply, um, circular economy, all those kind of things, yeah. uh, it could it could quickly become a reality, much a, a much more real uh, uh, outcome. Definitely, I think it, it allows the allows the industry to grow with everyone doing what they're best at, doesn't it? Really. Hmm. You choose yeah. your sustainable partner who puts best practice into your business rather than having yeah. to employ a whole team of staff to do it. Um, and then, you know, be, be accused of greenwashing because they haven't dotted the I's and crossed the T's. And there's more security in going with, a, with an accredited partner, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. That's great. Terry, thank you so much for all of your time today. We've gone well over. We could chat for hours. So sorry we didn't. Oh, that's fine. Sorry, sorry we didn't manage to meet in Berlin. Um, but I'm sure we'll meet on the ground somewhere very, very soon. Yeah, and not hopefully not in a hopefully. rectangle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nice. No, I, I saw you. I saw you at um, at at Festival. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't manage to, to talk, but I mean, we'll meet again. Definitely, definitely. Terry, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for explaining and all of your amazing technologies etc etc and what's going on it's really exciting um yeah and carry on with the great disruption it's fantastic thank you it's we'll a be, pleasure be in touch to you. and speak very soon bye-bye definitely